where's the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on gotodobbs.com now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. With former Blue Superstar defenseman Jamie Rivers and Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kiley. Time to go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line to talk to our guy, Jeremy Rutherford, the Blues insider for 101 ESPN and The Athletic. JR, thrilled to have you on today. The playoffs are officially right around the corner. How you doing, man? Doing well, doing well. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, well, we love having you, JR. So let's start with this. What is the number one thing that going into this series against the Canucks you're watching for from the St. Louis Blues? Well, it's to see if they have their mojo, and obviously that's a big picture thing to look at, but this is a team that is much, much better than it's shown in the first four games, including that uh, exhibition game. And they have been saying that they were ramping up their game. They saw progress where we didn't necessarily see a ton of progress. And they said they'd, they'd be ready when the games counted for real. And they count for real starting tomorrow at 9.30. Holy smokes, Riz, are we going to be able to stay up for that? Well, I barely <laughs> sleep anyways, JR, so to me it's just like a, another day at the office and you know that. Heck, we talk a lot of times after the games are over and we're still going, but uh, listen, JR, the one thing that uh, you know, the one thing that's intriguing about this series, and we had the opportunity to talk to Corey Hirsch earlier uh, in the show and, and he kind of echoed the same thing is that this team, this Vancouver team, is young. It is blessed with a lot of speed, and that they probably don't even realize how big the stage is right now. And whereas the Blues, obviously defending Stanley Cup champions, uh, probably a little bit more pressure to perform specifically after a below average round robin. But as you look at the Vancouver Canucks, for you, Jr., what's the number one thing that sticks out that could be problematic for the Blues? It's going to be that young skill. It's going to be that high-end talent that they have with Elias Pettersson and, and Quinn Hughes. Those two players were absolutely dominant in that series against Minnesota. You know, they look flat, the team did Vancouver, in the first game against Minnesota, but then they rattled off uh, three, and, and they look pretty good. So we talk about Mojo a second ago with the Blues needing to find it. Vancouver has it, and all the pressure is on the Blues here. The Blues are the ones who say they can turn it on. The Blues are the defending Stanley Cup champions. Vancouver's a team that's probably a little bit further along than they even planned to be a couple years ago. Quinn Hughes, a big part of that. And they're going to come in here, and like you said, Riv, they probably don't know how big the stage is. And, and so I think that's what sets up this series to be not necessarily uh, you know, a, a threat to the Blues, but a situation where the defending Stanley Cup champions are going into a first-round series 
where they could get beat if they're not ready. JR, how essential is it for the St. Louis Blues to establish their forecheck against this young team that is not all that deep on the on the on the blue line? And also Jacob Markstrom, he's had a good season. He's been a solid goalie, but you know, this is the big stage for him too. Yeah, you know, I've been beating that drum about the forecheck since the exhibition game, and, and people said, and understandably so, it was an exhibition game. It was the first time they've played in, in four and a half months. I get that, but if you didn't see that in the first couple round-robin games, or at least by the end of it, you're wondering, where are the Blues? Where is that forecheck? That's how they won. That's how they win. That's their bread and butter. And so when it's not there, you don't get the zone time. You don't get the shots. Look at the shot differential in the round robin between uh, the Blues and their three opponents. Just, you know, just such a, a drastic difference than the team that we've seen the past couple of years. So if they don't get into the forecheck, if they don't establish that in this series, they will get bounced because it'll lead to uh, Vancouver having the puck. The Blues turns it over a lot in the round robin. If they turn it over to Vancouver, these guys are going to be on the fly and could be putting it in the back of the net. I think that's the biggest thing going into this series right now from the Blues' perspective. Jeremy Rutherford is the Blues insider for 101 ESPN and The Athletic. He joins us here on Ribs and BK. JR, a couple of weeks ago, I remember talking to you about Robert Thomas and the potential of watching him with Vladimir Tarasenko as things moved on here. Well, last night, Craig Berube was on the Zoom call, and he said that the talk uh, coaches have talked about moving Thomas up to a top-six role in an effort to get this offense going. What did you make of that potential uh, move by Craig Berube, and do you think that that's a type of move that could actually spark this offense, in your opinion? Well, once again, more credit to the Riven BK show here because, uh, you know, I'm driving around the past couple days, and I'm thinking, what's going on with this offense? What's going on with – with Braden Shen, man, Robert Thomas just looks electric. And what does Jamie Rivers say? Why don't they move Robert Thomas up to the top line center? So what did I do? I asked Craig Ruby in the Zoom call, and he said, yes, we've thought about it. We've had conversations with the coaching staff in terms of what we can do with Robert Thomas. I don't think they'll do it going into game one. I'd be surprised if they do. Maybe they do. I think it's a situation where they want to put their lineup that they've been practicing with out on the ice for game one and just let them do their thing. But I think there's got to be a quick hook if you get into second, third period of game one, early in game two, and the offense still isn't there. I think Craig Ruby has to make that move and move Robert Thomas up to a top six and put Shen on the wing. Well, one thing, JR, that we know is that Chief is not afraid to make those moves. He made a lot of just little subtle tweaks last year throughout the playoffs that – you know, worked out really well for the St. Louis Blues. But that being said, Jr., you know, our fans, our listeners would like maybe a couple of updates here. We're assuming now, you know, Ivan Barbashev is now a dad. Congratulations, Mm -hmm. Barbie. Great job. So people are wondering when could we see Barbie back in the bubble and when would he be cleared to join the team? And Sammy Blay. Uh, what are we looking at here? I know he was supposed to take the ice today in skate, and they were going to reevaluate him. Craig Bruby made mention that eh, if it doesn't go good, this could be a while for him. Yeah, it's a situation where Craig Bruby probably calls Ivan Barbashev and says, hey, congratulations, here's your plane ticket, right? Get back up here. And they need, uh, they need four days once Barbashev does return to Edmonton uh, for him to quarantine in his hotel room. So let's say hypothetically, He's going back to Edmonton tonight. I don't know what the plans are specifically, but if he's going back tonight, that eliminates him 
from games one and two, you look at Max Pacioretty for the Vegas Golden Knights. He recently sat in the hotel room for four days. You also need four negative tests. So you're not looking at seeing Ivan Barbashev, at least according to these rules, until game three at the earliest. So they're going to be without him. Could also be without Sammy Blay. That one's a little bit murky because of the way Craig Bruby described it yesterday. He said that he didn't skate yesterday. It was an optional. They were hoping that he'd skate today, but he also added that he's a guy who could be missing for a bit. So obviously it's a little more serious than, you know, just missing a practice and now you're ready for game one. We'll have to get an update from Craig Bruby on that today, but those are two players, Barbashev for sure, and also Blay that they could be without for game one. If those guys are out, let's say game one and two, they're out. Who needs to step up in your opinion, JR? Well, for sure, the top six, and, and that was going to be the case even if Blay was uh, healthy and playing. Uh, the Blues need more from that, that top six. Uh, but a lot of people are wondering about what the lineup could look like. Just a guess here on my part, again, haven't spoken with Craig Bruby yet today, but perhaps you move Steen to that third line where Blay played, and then McEachern comes in on the left wing, fourth line with Sunquist and Brower. I know a lot of people are clamoring for Jordan Cairo to come in the lineup. Perhaps that's their play. I just read what coaches say to me and what Craig Bruby said a couple days ago is that when Jordan Cairo played, he still was lacking the awareness with and without the puck. I don't know how you go from that to putting him in the lineup unless you have to. And the Blues are in a tough situation here. But the scenario that I, I mentioned a second ago, I think is probably more likely. Yeah, JR, you know what? We dive into this deeper and deeper. And obviously Jordan Bennington, uh, even though he had uh, a rough game against Las Vegas Golden Knights, and I don't mean rough by his play, just the fact that they they scored enough goals, but he was sensational. I really thought that Jordan Bennington was incredible during that round robin, but at the end of it, I really thought Jake Allen had a heck of a game as well against the Dallas Stars, and Craig Berube mentioned, or he was asked something to the fact that, well, what happens in these back-to-back games? Because they will have the back-to-back with Vancouver. I believe it's games two and three or three and four. Three three and four. four. Uh, Could you see Craig Berube going in a direction where Jordan Bennington gets game one and Jake Allen gets game two, or even in reverse for that matter? Yeah, I I don't see that yet. Now, I I think if Jordan Bennington didn't play well in the round robin and then Jake Allen had that great game on on Sunday, then I think maybe you make the case where, hey, if Bennington doesn't play well in game one, maybe, maybe consider Jake Allen in game two. But I thought Jordan Bennington was terrific, the best player uh, from a Blues perspective in the round robin. And, yeah, he gave up, uh, the team did, a number of goals, six goals against Vegas, but he made some big ones in there. So those other games uh, could have been even more lopsided if not for Jordan Bennington. I think if Jordan Bennington, you know, assuming he plays well in game one, I think he'll get game two, and I just think they're going to split up uh, three and four between Bennington and Allen uh, with a back-to-back setup. JR, earlier today I was reading on The Athletic, one of your colleagues did a great piece with picks from coaches, executives, and scouts from each of these series, and the coach in the Blues series picked the Blues in four, the executive picked the Blues in five, and the scout picked the Blues in five as well. What's your prediction for this series? We're not going to be able to talk with you until uh, this time next week, so what's your prediction for this series, and do you ultimately think that the Blues are going to be able to flip that switch and get back to their game immediately? Yeah, I don't know that it's it's going to happen uh, immediately. You know, I do think the Blues can and probably will win this series if we're going to pick games. You know, I'd, I'd probably say five or six. I don't think it's going to be a sweep. You know, I think Vancouver has enough good talent that they're going to make it uh, a series. 
Uh, but all that said, you know, I don't know how anybody can have watched the round robin and know the unique circumstances of this entire return to play situation and just say, oh, no problem. The Blues will be fine in game one. They win that one four to one and, and they'll be back on track. I don't know how anybody could say that. It might happen. I don't know how you can predict it. So to me, uh, when push comes to shove, the Blues know what the challenge is. I think they can win this series in five or six games. Uh, but they got a lot to prove. It's not just one area of their game that wasn't up to par in that round robin. You look across the board, offense, defense, special teams, penalties, everything. They've got a lot of fix and, and a short time to do it. He's Jeremy Rutherford. You can read his work over on The Athletic. Follow him on Twitter, at JP Rutherford. And you can hear him each and every Wednesday, or Tuesday, rather, right here on 101 ESPN with Rivs and BK. JR, we appreciate the time, man. We'll talk with you again next week. Enjoy the series. Thanks, boys. You got it. That's Jeremy Rutherford here on 101 ESPN.